The Medical College of Wisconsin Office of Student Health and Wellness presents Well, 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 where each episode a very special guest and I discuss what it means to be well in the world of health science education. everyone. Welcome to this episode of Well, Well, Well. Excited about this episode focused on financial wellness with our very special guest from the financial aid office, Kristen Moots. Kristen Moots is the director of student financial services at MCW. Her undergrad majors are in international business and Spanish, and she holds an MBA as well. She's currently in her eighth year as co-chair of the Loan and Financial Awareness Committee for the State Financial Aid Association. She also serves on the Coalition for Student Debt for the State of Wisconsin. Kristen has over 17 years of financial aid experience, 15 of those as a director. She and her team meet with all the students at MCW who use financial aid and borrow from the federal aid program. Roughly 90% of students in the MD, MSA, and pharmacy programs use financial aid. Kristen truly understands and appreciates the role finances play in our overall well-being. I hope you enjoy this episode, everyone. Be well. Thanks so much, Kristen, for being here today. I really appreciate it. I usually like to get each episode started with asking our special guest, what's one way that you've been promoting your wellness or taking care of yourself recently? Thanks, Carrie. Um, That's a really good question. So spring and summer are the busiest times in the financial aid office. So I tend to develop some bad habits like sitting too long and maybe not eating the best. So this month, I kind of focused on getting back into my wellness routine, which includes I usually take two walks a day. I try to take advantage of the great fall harvest in Wisconsin. So getting fresh apples and squash, um, different produce that way from local farmers, and then um, just keeping healthy snacks on hand rather than other foods. So try to do a combination of some type of movement and eating well to stay healthy. That's great. Thank you. Yes. I love the vegetables this time of year. Mm-hmm. And it's been so warm lately though. I've like really been wanting to make soup, but I feel like it's been so hot. <laughs> That's fall. true. But I'm one of those people. So I make soup year round all the time. I make it just about every week. My, my, lunch. my yeah. husband will eat soup basically any time of the year, but yeah, so I will we'll still do it, but I definitely prefer. I actually just made some yesterday and I was like, eh, it's a bit warm for it, but I do enjoy <laughs> soup. I wish it was a bit colder. Most people are probably very grateful that it's been a warm fall. But yep. <laughs> so I I would be remiss if I didn't mention, you know, there's clearly an intersection between finances and wellness, right? We recognize financial wellness as one of the eight dimensions of wellness. And that's sort of what brought us here today. We, you know, to have a well, well, well episode that focuses on financial wellness. And we know MCW students, this applies to them greatly, right? They're at a time where many of them are borrowing money, taking out student loans, and probably wondering what their financial future will look like. And probably questions are popping up all over the place about how to remain financially well and stable at this time. So what financial advice do you have for graduate school students? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, There is a lot to cover. I think just for the sake of today, we'll start with the basics. And I obviously am going to have a bias for student loans. So um, kind of keeping that in mind that a large population of our students do use student loans for their budget um, and how they live is probably break it down by cohort. So a new student has different priorities than a graduating student. So we'll we'll look at three groups, um, maybe first year students, continuing students, and then students who are getting ready for graduation. 
Sure. All right. So we'll start first with first year students. Um, you got to remember there's a lot going on for them, especially the start of the first year. The best financial piece of advice I can give is to start with a budget. So unless you're independently wealthy, many of our students use financial aid for their living expenses. You really should develop a budget to ensure that you're living within your means. There are limits to the federal aid program, which some people forget. Um, so it's important to really understand how much money you're going to have and where it's going to go while you're in school. I will say the double AMC has a really great budgeting tool. So I would recommend students find the link to that. It's linked on our website and develop a budget if you've not done so already. I will tell you this last year meeting with the incoming students, I was so proud. There were so many that had done a budget and, and were ready when we met with them. It was, it was really good that they had put a little time and effort into that um, piece to help them be successful for their first year. Um, Amazing. Yeah, and there are other budgets. So if you don't like the double AMC one, that's fine. You can find a different free one online to use. You know, and then as the students get settled in their first year here, reviewing their budget and making sure that they're really sticking with their plan, make any adjustments or tweaks as they need. So um, that's pretty much it for first year students. Continuing students, they tend to already have their habits and spending patterns established. So one area students can really save money is housing. Um, having a roommate keeps your costs down not only in the area of rent, but also utilities. So you really get a big gain if you can save in your housing area that way. And then for our graduating students, um, their finances are in, in a very different spot. By your last year, you know, they have their budget figured out. They've been doing it for years. I think it's important to stay focused. You're still a student. You're not a professional yet. You need to make sure you live within your means. You might hear some students taking trips around the world, and I can assure you they're not doing that on financial aid funds. They have other resources. So just stay focused, finish your education, and you'll have time for that stuff later in life. So don't, don't sweat it if somebody's taking a really nice trip and you wish you could do that. There will be costs associated with interviewing, any final tests or certifications that you have for your final year. So again, you just want to make sure that you have that planned out and have funds not only to cover those expenses, but you're also probably going to be moving at the end of the year. So it's important to review your budget in this final year to make sure that you've made adjustments allocated for those expenses that are coming up and give yourself a little bit of wiggle room for anything unexpected that might um, happen as you approach graduation. I do wanna say that for the students who will be graduating this year, they will receive information on loan repayment options from the Department of Education. So uh, the loans that they've tried very hard not to think about actually <laughs> do become a reality, right? As you were mentioning there, the, they're going to be a reality that you're going to be facing repayment very quickly. So there are income-driven repayment plans. They allow for affordable repayment really on any budget. So this income-driven repayment plans are based on your income and not your debt burden. Whether you make $10,000 or $110,000, you'll have a payment you can afford if you select one of the income-driven repayment plans. And then when you do get to repayment, which will be shortly after, I'm going to say it again, do another budget so that you're sure you can live within your means and know what's coming and going at that point in your career. Yes. And do you know, Kristen, when does repayment begin? Sure. It's um, six months after you graduate or leave school that you there's a grace period. Um, okay. So things have been a little different this year with some CARES Act that's all set to expire by January 31st. So I think um, we're planning on things being more of a normal repayment cycle for this coming graduating class. And then, you know, just I think it really comes down to living within your means. If you have added stress in any area of your life, it can impact your overall well-being. So that's why it really comes down to having a budget so you're not stressing 
about financial things, which will impact your overall wellness. I do want to mention that we have some financial literacy sessions that we put on throughout the year. So keep an eye out for those. Uh, some are very general. So it could be about personal finances and some are more targeted uh, specifically for like student loan information there. So if students have time to attend those sessions, I would encourage them to do so. We're a little behind this year with um, getting guest speakers and COVID restrictions lined up, but I think by next month we should be ready to have them go virtually. So just uh, keep an eye out for that. Great. And can you remind me, Kristen, how often do you meet with students individually for sort of planning out the next year? Sure. So we meet every year with student borrowers. So usually around springtime, they so the financial aid application is open right now. It's due the end of January. And then we'll start our meetings around March and April and go all the way through August till all the students have been met with. And if anybody has questions on reviewing their budget, our financial aid team is happy to go over their budget with them. Uh, we also have some trusted financial planners that we have worked with in the past that are willing to sit down with our students. And if there's any you know, financial wellness information you have, we have some links on our website as well. Um, so you can either contact us, find something that appeals to you or come in and meet with one of us as well. Perfect. And Kristen was so gracious. She sent me a bunch of resources that I will include in the show notes. I think some that she has mentioned, certainly the financial aid website and the AAMC budget worksheet, and then other resources through AAMC financial wellness program, med loans organizer and calculator, first resources list and education debt manager for matriculating and graduating medical students. So all that you will be able to find in the show notes as well of this episode. Yeah, and I would just add the AAMC is geared towards medical students, but MCW is a member of them. So any students in any of our programs can set up an account and access their resources. It's, it's really good general information, even if you're not in the medical program. Oh, perfect. Thank you. So thanks so much, Kristen. I really appreciate you coming. I love the idea of a budget and living within your means and everything you were saying is so important. And even at, certainly after graduate school or medical school, right? This will yeah. hopefully be lifelong habits that students are putting into place. So, so important. Absolutely. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me.